It's time to let you in on a little secret. Actually, lots of secrets. We're talking strategy and most importantly, return on your investment for your podcast. Welcome to Branded Podcast Secrets. Welcome to another episode of Branded Podcast Secrets. I'm your host, Aaron Greger. Today, I've got another great guest for you, Mr. Nick Good. Nick, welcome. Thanks for having me on. I'm excited. I know. Well, I mean, it's only been like four years that Sheila's been like, you really need to talk to Nick. You really need to talk to Nick. So, I mean, it's it's a very long overdue conversation that I'm very thrilled to have. And thank you so much for joining me, Nick. Absolutely. Uh, I feel like I know you. Right. I, it's and, and we, here. Yeah, we've never met in person, but I feel like I know you. And and if we hung out in person today, I could I could tell stories. You'd be like, how did you know that? Oh, yes. And let me tell you, I could tell some great real estate stories, too. Oof. Uh, but yeah, no, I agree. I feel like I know you, too. I feel like I've known you forever. So I'm just so happy we finally got to connect. So Nick is the host of the only real estate podcast worth listening to. That is a very bold title, let me just say. I love it, though. Uh, I know you do this with two other guys. Is that correct? I do, yes. Yep. Okay. So tell the little story behind that. Like that, I love the name. You've been, you're over 100 episodes in. Can you talk about, uh, first of all, you got to tell the story behind the name, and then uh, what specifically the podcast is about. Absolutely. So I mean, we did not start out the show. The show evolved into a show. Um, there was a as a couple years back that uh, a friend of ours that's in the real estate space, he's in a photography business, was like, "Hey, I got some, I got some, some mics, I got some camera set up in my garage, and I'd love for you just to come test it out." So he's like, "Come on over." I'm like, "Cool." So he he invites me over, and it's just me. Now, once you get to know me, I I'm I'm a high D personality. I'm not a, I'm not a high eye, so I can't talk to a brick wall and have a conversation. So I was like, he's like, what do you want to talk about? I'm like, I don't know, man, you brought me here. Right. And so, um, he's like, let's talk, just talk real estate. I said, I, I don't talk to myself. That's what the crazy people do. Right. And so, um, what, what we started to do is we called around to see who was available on a Saturday afternoon and, and Matt Kelderman came out and, and, uh, and another guy, um, had come out as well, who who ended up not you know not being on the show, and and so Matt and I are, are talking, and 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 then we brought in Brian Force, right? So it was just kind of like oh, we had a great time, we're you know just hanging out, just you know talking real estate, um, you know just uh, what we normally do in the in the hallway, you know passing by, like how's it going, and um, we just really enjoyed it. It was almost like a therapy session, right? And um, we had this idea is like, what if we just turn this into a podcast? And we're like, okay, we're not doing anything else. And so uh, it, it, the the show just happened, right? And so, so the show evolved and, and we were like, all right, we need a name. And we're just tossing out names. And I said, what about the only real estate podcast worth listening to? Just kind of joking around, right? We, we, we definitely felt like our, our, um, I mean, we, we have big egos and we definitely enjoy talking about ourselves. And so we just threw it up there to see what would happen. And, um, and it turned into a, a weekly deal. We made a commitment and the, the, the basis around this, the only real estate podcast worth listening to is that it's real, raw, relatable business strategies that we're doing in our businesses. It's the struggles, right? It's the wins. And we're not trying to sell anything. 
There was, there was, we attempt like that, that came later, but there was never any attempt to say, oh, we're going to sell a coaching course or we're going to, we're going to do X, Y, and Z. It was just, let's just do this. Let's get our name out there. Maybe it helps with some brand recognition. And, uh, um, you know, what, you know, today's May, May 2021, and we're over a hundred shows. And we've had some, some actually pretty big guests on that we're just blown away by. So we're going to get into the guests too, because I definitely want to talk about that. But where was that moment, the tipping point for you where you were like, okay, we're having a lot of fun versus, hey, this could be something and we can actually utilize this in a certain way. So what was that tipping point? And then what was the way you are utilizing it? So the tipping point was um, after after a couple of episodes with with uh, with this buddy of ours, um, maybe there was, there was a little misunderstanding about the cost. We were, we thought we were just testing it out. And, and, and so there's a little bit of a miscommunication there. So we, what we attempted to do is, is we attempted it to try this show on our own, um, utilizing some, some, um, software like be live and just making it a, a Facebook type show. And, and what we realized was that we had a lot of, we had a lot of great content, but if the audio and the quality wasn't there, then it wasn't worth doing. And so um, we really enjoyed what we were doing. We weren't making any money on it, and it was never our intention at the time to make money. Um, and so what we, we, we looked for studios or around the Dallas-Fort Worth area and found a, a great company called Real News PR, right? And, and they had this studio set up that looked like a um, like a radio station and they had great equipment, great, great visuals, great intros. And so we said, all right, we're going to give it, give it a go thousand bucks a month for four shows. We split it three ways. So 333 bucks basically. Um, and we just said, Hey, let's go with it. So episode one officially from, from real news PR was I think in, in 2019. Yeah, it was 2019. Um, and, we, we had some, there was some advice given to us that after like the 20th, 17th or 20th show that you were doing every, you know, weekly, that once you kind of get that rhythm, it, it's, it, it snowballs from there. And, and that was kind of the truth, right? We, we stumbled our way, way, our way around in the beginning. Um, we didn't ask very great questions. Um, we were still learning how to not talk over each, our, ourselves and, and make sure that we highlight the guest and not ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, and, and it was just, once we committed to it, it it went, it evolved. And then, um, we, we attempted to monetize it. I I will tell you that, you know, our strategy and story right now is not about the monetization of our, of our podcast, um, more about the branding effect because we, we have not monetized it well enough right now because there are three co-hosts, um, myself, Matt, Matt Kelderman and Brian force. And, um, we attempted to do a coaching program and in the real estate space, that's, it's ultra competitive and that's a side business, right? And we're, right. we're running, we're running pretty large, uh, real estate teams in, in the area. And so if we're not, if we're not able to go all in, it just, it just didn't take off the way that we, we wanted it to. Um, so we, sh- we, we shut that down and, and just focused on making sure that again, we're every, every Wednesday at 3 PM, it's a live podcast show that we do. Um, so, so not only do we go on, on iTunes and Spotify, 
Um, but we go live on Facebook and live on, on YouTube so that we make it, we make it a very much like a, um, like a television or a radio show, like a, um, so that we can interact with our guest. I love it. But you had mentioned too, you are use, utilizing it where agents, like, cause you, you have agents sign on under you, correct? So are you seeing results from it in that sense? 100%. Absolutely. Okay. Right. From a, from a, from a branding, like it, again, we have yet as a society, we have yet to, to mentally decipher when someone's doing a podcast or even when writing a book, we have not yet deciphered that, Hey, maybe those people truly aren't the experts. Maybe they were just good at getting on shows and, and writing a book and, and, you know, which is great for us who are doing shows or writing books. And so, um, that elevates us immediately as as an expert advisor, um, and it's still a weir- weird feeling that I will I will meet you know agents uh, you know across the country now who who've been like I listened to your show, um, thank you so much for talking to us, and it still is yet to to sink into my mind like it, it's it's a weird feeling I, I can't even put it into words. So absolutely, it's from a we we haven't monetized it from a from a from a straight cash flow of selling products or, or even a sponsorship all the way, but we are monetizing it in a way from a branding from, from agents. I'm with eXp Realty. So, um, attracting agents into, into the company where we're, uh, we have a revenue share network that, that pays out very well, as well as an agent to agent referral network. People know us here in Dallas, Fort Worth. So if, if a lot of, if a lot of buyers are relocating here, like they are now, um, we do have that following that that helps us from from that angle but it's so it 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 could be so many different ways so i want to talk about your guests too um but before i get to that question i want to ask about the live because this is a lot of uh you know a lot of people have this question do we do a go live do you know sometimes we have guests or not guests but uh clients that will come in and, and they're there for three days and then we don't see them again for a quarter they're doing those batch so talk about if you can, the live component and what you love about going live and then anything that, you know, how do you guys handle if somebody can't be there or, you know, have you ever had guest issues too because of that live component each week? Sure. I mean, I mean, look, we're using software and technology, right? So there's, there's, we're always at the mercy of that. Um, so there, there's always that component. And what I always say, like, look, if, if, we have technical difficulties. We own it. I mean, there's a running joke. Um, we we do have a, a Facebook group called the only real estate group worth being a part of. Um, so we've kept that kind of brand name going with it. And in that group, they're like, oh, the show starts at three. But then everyone else is like, but it's ish, three-ish. And now we're like, hey, the ish means that whenever we start, we're always on time. Um, and so it, it's... It, I would say that there's more pros than there are cons to it. If if you're, you know, if, if you're really worried or get um, get flustered really easily, maybe the live portion's not for you right away. Um, if you can adapt and, and call an audible, like the guests, maybe they're having problems and and you just have to eject and just do a show on your own. We're really good at that. Like in the beginning, we w- the idea was not to have guests; it was just to have us three talking. Now, when you do that every single week, eventually you're going to be repeating yourself way too much. Yes. And so then we started to involve guests in there um, and and making sure that, you know, we wanted to have the right guest on. Like last week episode, I think it was 106 that we had on. 
we had uh, Carrie Heibel on, and she is a um, she's a kind of a life coach, real estate coach, and and uh, at first I was like, man, here's another motivation mindset, blah blah blah. But at the end of it, like it was one of our best shows. It felt it was a it felt like a therapy session. People were commenting like, holy smokes, like like more comments were lighting up on that. So you, with a live show like that, you're able to get the feedback. And you can you can adjust or you can you can um, you know start going down maybe a certain trend that your your listeners and watchers and viewers are wanting. Interesting. So you're not just answering questions. I like that you are as a recording based on the comments. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll even we'll even be uh, if you were watching Aaron and you asked a question, we'd be like, hey, Aaron, Aaron asked us, you know, Aaron asked Carrie this like, you know, and, and we're able to even get the guest involved with with the viewers and, and the listeners. And so um, and what that does is the way we want that to happen. Why? One of the reasons we want that to happen and, and we weren't strategic on it, but, you know, now we look maybe a little genius like is that if you're <laughs> listening on iTunes or Spotify and you're hearing us talk about the guests, maybe you're going to go to YouTube. Maybe you're going to go to our Facebook page and watch it live at Wednesday at 3 p.m. And so now we're now we're kind of blending all the platforms together because um, I don't know if you're like me. I consume podcast, but then when I'm not, I'm not touching like there is last month. I did not, you know, some people were sending me podcasts. I'm like, look, I can't listen to another podcast right now. I'm just, yeah. I'm just exhausted. So maybe that is, you know, we're, maybe we're able to still keep our branding. Maybe we're still able to stay in front of them and, and, uh, you know, through a, through a different medium. Yeah. No, I do the same thing with podcasts and audiobooks where I'm like, consume, consume, consume. And then I'm like, I, I can't, like, it's just like, it, I feel like my brain becomes a wall and it's just bouncing off the wall. But, um, I love the, are there any other perspectives? I love the course correction content in the middle of recording and just that interaction, anything else that really makes, cause I'll be honest with you. Live is a pain in the butt. Like it really is. Cause there's just so, like you said, you're dealing with tech every time, just praying it all goes together. Uh, you know, and, and trying to get the guests at that certain time, you can't work around their schedule. It has to be, you know, at that time, anything else that really makes that live component worth the extra headache it, it may bring to the table. I mean, you know, I, I don't really know, you know, to me, it's worth it, right? So I would just say to me, it's worth it. Now, here's the thing. If if you, we do ours, our show Wednesday at 3 p.m. Now, when we had some guests on, they couldn't do Wednesday at 3. Guess what? I'm going to go adjust my schedule to them because okay. I really wanted that guest on. Yeah. And so, and so, look. There's times that that your that our listeners and our watchers and our viewers have to adjust to adjust their their watching or consuming content at a different time. Um, you know what we have found is that when we do it, we, when we've had some bigger name guests on, the views and the comments are perfect. They're, they, yeah. they, that doesn't change. Now um, for for others, maybe we have less watch time, we have less less consumption, and and that's okay. I mean there there's. It's still about staying purposeful and consistent every single week um, with it. Yep. So I would say that if 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 whatever whatever that that you're looking at building out, mm -hmm. um, if if you could fit a live component in there, not many other people are truly doing the lives consistently nope. and well enough. Right. And so, um, how much easier would that be to stand out when you're with your podcast show? Yeah. Right. Um, I know my mom, my mom has a show called the doctor, ask Dr. Be good show. Um, 
And with hers, you know, she, we, we have a very, it's a very similar setup and format. Um, hers is in the education space, which, which to me is boring. Um, but there are people that are going to go consume educational content for teachers and, and, um, what's going on in the political space. Um, mm-hmm. and, and she does the same thing, the interview format all live and then, and then uploaded to Spotify and iTunes. Yeah. It's so interesting. Um, there's another question I was going to have about the live, but I can't remember now. It's my brain, but all right, let's talk about your guests because you've had some really big names and I know people really believe this is the end all be all of their podcast to get the big names in their particular industry. So can you talk about the guests and everybody's going to want to know how you got them. And then I'm, my question is not necessarily, well, I'll be interested in how you got them, but my question would be, what did you see the bump in it? You kind of gave a clue to it just now, but did you see the massive bump in um, listenership and, you know, engagement that you thought you would get from the guests of these caliber? So what what I let's start out from the beginning. So the okay. guests that we got in the beginning were the low hanging fruit. Okay. Like these are the people that we already had relationships with. Mm-hmm. Um, like I had on um, in the beginning, Ryan Stuman, hardcore yeah. closer. He has yeah. Huge following, um, and he's a he, he's a client of mine, and so um, and and so I asked him, and he came on, and that definitely helped here in the Dallas Fort Worth area, and, and um, you know we 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 went with local people first because the way that our format was in the beginning is they were coming in studio, right, right, okay. so so we had it in studio, and 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 then what what the challenges were if they weren't here local, then we had to then you know Skype them in. And so what we what we started doing, and this is the snowball, everyone, it's the six degrees of separation, right? When you have a guest on at the end of the show, right, you always ask them who can they else can they introduce you to that would be a great fit for this format. Um, and, and some some have uh, provided some great guests, some haven't, and that's okay. Then you can always go back and ask again. Um, so what, what we have noticed is as as we evolved, there are certain guests locally that do really, really well. There are there are some national guests that don't do well. Um, um, our following has picked up a little bit more because we had we had one really big main guest on Tariq El Musal from Flipper Flop, um, and then we also had Armando Montalongo on from Flip This House. Right. Okay. So in the real estate and in real estate investment world. Uh, most people know Armando Montalongo. He was the first, you know, Flip This House was one of the first kind of, you know, flipping shows uh, back in the day. Um, and then, of course, Tarek, has, he's all over the place, right? Right. Um, and so I will tell you how that happened, how I got both of them. Yeah. Armando, I had sent by accident, I, I have, uh, I've been sending out LinkedIn messaging. And Armando and I had, had connected on LinkedIn a long time ago. And, uh, his people responded back cause I, I, in my LinkedIn messaging, I always promote our shows and their people, someone there wrote back and said, Hey, would you like to have Armando on? I said, well, heck yes, I would. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's then, awesome. Yep. Then it just takes one, right. Then I springboarded. And what I did is I took when I, we had Armando on, it was December of, uh, 2020, I believe. Um, I think that was it. Um, when we had when we had him on, um, I then took that that podcast uh, link and I sent it over to Tark and I said, "Hey, we just had Armando on from from Flip This House. Um, would love to have you on." 
and there were some messages that that um, we went back and forth on, and he came on, right? And and those two were, are, Tark and Armando are two highest rated viewed shows. Really? Okay. Yep. Now, I did. we did not see the huge spike in podcast listens. There was some there. Mm-hmm. But we actually saw the spike more in the video consumption than we did on the than the podcast side of things. And live or post recorded, did you see the increase or both? Both. Okay. Both. Yep. Both. Um, the 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 longevity of Armando and Tarek um, after the live was over continued. Right. So that lasted lasted about two weeks. Now we do have some strategies to keep. Uh, to keep our shows going where you, you keep commenting, um, after every show, you, 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 uh, post the previous shows linked in that show. Um, so there's, there's a lot of things that, that we can do to keep things engaged. You know, you can always do a throwback Thursday type deal or just bring Mm -hmm. it back up and comment on there. Um, that way it just, it just keeps it, keeps it going. Um, and then we, we did ask like Armando helped promote the show on his Instagram. Um, as well as I think Tark did a little bit, not as much. So yeah. what I what I do know from the bigger national guest is that they don't promote the show. Right. Right. The way that the way that, you know, maybe the local, you know, maybe, you know, we hate to use the word smaller guest, but right. maybe maybe not as well known. Let's let's right. let's call it not as well known guest that they're there to promote the show and, and help you out more than the nationally well known guests are. Yeah. And that is important to notice. I want to talk about marketing too, specifically, and I'm glad you segued into that because a lot of people love creating podcasts. They love recording. They love all about the creation side of it. But there's that little thing called marketing that to me is, I mean, great content is very important, but marketing is, if not uh, equally for sure, more important, right? I just really feel it, it is. So what are what are you all doing? I think the Facebook group is great, but then beyond that, what are you doing to promote your content and how are you taking this one piece that you create in the show and utilizing that throughout the the social channels that you use? So I will tell you that we could do a much better job than what yeah. we're doing. Well, right. And and we and, and we look, we talk about this all the time and and what we have realized what our show is, uh, and, and this may be, di- this is going to be different for than most people, right? So you got to mm-hmm. have to understand that our show is designed. We're more doing this from a brand awareness now, right? Mm-hmm. It's in, and, 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 and creating that, uh, that expert authority status, uh, versus if this was a, if this, if we're doing this show a hundred percent to, to make income, then we would be doing it. There's probably the strategies that you would most likely are advising. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, where we would like to do it is is email marketing, yeah. right? Cutting up when when we go live, a reminder show. So like there's so there's several things that could be done. One, building an email list. We have we've not done a very good job on that because we're not truly selling a product. Um, we could have we could probably have a ton more listeners um, w- just with that one little one little switch of collecting yeah. emails. Sending out on Mondays a reminder about the Wednesday show and who the guest is. Also in that, we could have the past show. On Wednesdays, we have a, hey, we're going live. Join us if you can't. Here's iTunes. Here's the, the previous show. And then on Friday, we do a fallback Friday. So that was that's our strategy idea. We've already got it built out. We just, we need, we what we've learned is we need the person to leverage and execute it. Yeah. This The second thing that we have really learned 
Um, and if, again, if we were monetizing the show at a high, even higher level is that, um, taking our video series clips, mm -hmm. cutting it down. You probably may have seen this on Instagram. In fact, if you go to, if you go to my Instagram, Nick Good Realtor, that's, I have it in, in a couple where I have Tark on there where it's cut down little clip condensed versions and it drives mm -hmm. it back to the only real estate podcast page or, or, um, website or whatever, whatever your call to action is. Um, yeah. And I will tell you that because of just those posts in my Instagram, I, I, I was able to get agents to reach out to me. And I said, first of all, how in the heck did you get Tarik on? Right. Yeah. Again, it, it continues to, yeah, continues to build that credibility. Um, um, so email marketing is number one that we would do. Um, and then you've got to, you've got to have a place to ca uh, capture them. And, and our Facebook, our Facebook group is that. And so with that email marketing, we would do a better job at driving them back in our Facebook group and then having call to actions in there with whatever product that we were going to be selling at that time. So it's it's not hard. It's just time consuming. Yeah. No. And that's the thing. I actually just got off another uh, interview where it was like, OK, what kind of that's what she does is she records in her group, but then has her VA like clip everything up and she's posting it everywhere. I'm like, all right, tell me the out like what kind of hours are you dealing with here? By doing that, because you're right, this isn't rocket science. It's just you need another set of hands, you know, helping you out and doing it. And it's um, it's really that. So I love I love the honesty, too, in the sense of and that's what I was going to ask you earlier when I when I had a brain uh, mishap there. But are you in order to get to the group, to get to the content, to be able to watch live and connect live? Do I need to give you my email address to get into that group? Yes. Okay. So that's yep. perfect. So you're, yep. you're, you're leading that way. Now, the one downside I will say to that is, yeah. is even though you give the email getting into the group, the F Facebook does a poor job of actually uh, archiving that. So we would mm -hmm. technically what we should have done, we were doing this in the beginning and then we just said, screw it. Like, um, you know, th this is our side project and it's just, for, we just like talking about real estate. Um, and so, um, you've got to copy and paste that and put that into a separate, into, you know, whatever your email program that you're using or where you're housing all your information. And so yeah. now, now what I would say is I would recommend, um, if you can afford to, if you're even, even on a little tighter budget, you can go get virtual assistance for $3 an hour, yeah. right? That could do all of this. Yeah. Um, and so that you will start to see if, if people listen to this um, and and go check out our show, you will see a change coming over the next couple of months that we do have a, a virtual assistant yet that's that will be starting with us. We will be actually implementing everything that we just that I just mentioned today. Yeah. Awesome. Then we'll have you back. And I want to hear about all the results. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to talk about your other I know, I know this isn't technically a podcast, but this is what you always see. So you basically opened the container of Lay's uh, and or Pringles, whatever it is. They can't have just one, right? And and podcasting is this. It is this beast, and it's a good thing and a bad thing. You're like, oh my gosh, like like this whole podcast here is recorded because I'm like, I have got this idea for this. I might as well just record the conversations, right? And then use it as a podcast. So can you talk about? It's Nick Good Live. It's an it's just a live video, but I know you've got more plans for it, and it's a different twist to your current podcast, you know, only real estate podcast worth listening to. So talk about the strategies between the two, and um, what your plan is for Nick Good Live, and and why it's just a bit different. 
Yeah, so Knit Good Live is designed to be, um, it's designed to to go after real estate agents more in depth, right? And and okay. there is a call to action. There there's there's a monetization behind it, but for agents to partner with me at EXP Realty, so there is definitely more more intention behind it, and it's going to be having on real estate guests that um, that have that is having success, and they're going to share their stories, right? It will be. Um, like, uh, I, there's a, there's a guy that I will have on here in the future. He's 22 years old. He'll, he, in his first year in real estate, made a hundred thousand dollars. Second nice. year in real estate, he'll make over 200 and probably $250,000. So having, having agents on real estate professionals on that will share what is working in their business and how partnering with us at eXp help get them there. Right. So that is more, there is, mm. you know, there's a more intentionality behind what that shows about, um, and, and it's still about providing, look, the base layer is providing great content, right? Right. So it's all about providing amazing content and valuable content. Um, that's worth consuming. If we're, if I'm going to ask somebody for 15 to 30 minutes of their time, you know, it needs to be valuable, at least in my opinion, have you, I I'm agree. sure that you've listened to a, a podcast or watch a video and like, you look down and you're like, man, that. That was 20 minutes of my time that I'm never going to get back because it was clickbait. And they, they said one thing and it wasn't the other. And they said to wait till the end for a big reveal. And then nothing happened because it was just trying to get me to watch it all the way through the end. And, um, and then you just like, I'm never going to watch this person again. And yeah. so, um, you know, what, I, what I've learned and what the, the evolution with podcasting is, it's actually just, it's just more audio and now visual content that's coming out. Podcast has evolved into it. And so, um, yeah, that show, that show is going to be, is, is definitely just straight up intentionality behind it of, I want agents to come partner with me at EXP. Here's why X, Y, and Z. Yeah. I love it. And it's, it, it it's just funny to me though. Cause you just start doing this. You're like, all right, let me, let me add this one and let me add this one. And, uh, you get, it really does work though. And I think, and, and people, what would you say to the person, you know, you, you're in a very saturated industry, right? A lot of people want to be real estate agents. There's a lot of people, you know, trying to recruit real, real estate agents. What would you say to that person who is looking at podcasts and be like, Oh, everybody's got a podcast, right? Well, who am I to have a podcast or, you know, why should I start? I mean, you're, you're in an industry and you're doing very well, at something that a lot of people would probably shy away from thinking it's oversaturated. What would your advice be to somebody who's sitting on the sidelines? I mean, first I'll just do right. I yeah. mean, that that's, I mean, look, I'm, I'm straight to the punch and just do, I don't, I don't believe that's a victim mindset mentality. And so, um, it, you know, in, in our space, first off, not everyone has a podcast. It seems like they do, but they don't. I can, <laughs> I can, like it, yeah. Everyone has a real estate license. That is one thing. But I, I can, I could go to a room of a hundred people and maybe two have a podcast, maybe. Um, and so there is still that, that, you know, podcasting and, and using it correctly mm-hmm. is going to, it, being intentional about it is going to get you, uh, the results you're looking for. Now, what I will say, number one is it has to be consistent. Yes. Right. If you're going to say that you're going to record a show once a week, it needs to be the same time every week and time block it out. Right. And, and, um, or batch, batch your scheduling together and say, if it's only going to be audio version, there's not video behind it because, you know, you know, for whatever reason, you're scared about video. By the way, Mm -hmm. I don't look that great. 
right? If I can do video, if I can do video, anybody can do video, right? I've, you know, that's, that's, you know, a lot of people like, I don't want to be on video. Well, I mean, first off, there was something that stuck that was very valuable that I heard years ago is like, you don't like the way you look on camera, but that's kind of how you look. That's actually how you look in person. (laughs) So get used to it. So get used to it. Right. Or I don't like the way I sound. Neither do I. So from that is just, just do right. And you you just got to do it and then be intentional about it and, and batching your calendar. If you can't do once a week, then do every other week and do three, record three shows in one day and then, and then release them out. Yeah. Yeah. Now it took me 10 years, 10 years to actually be okay with the sound of my own voice. Now I actually laugh at my own jokes when I'm on video. <laughs> that's how, <laughs> that's yeah. how pathetic I've gotten, but it took me a really long time. But I agree with you. Like it just, just go and your first couple episodes, like, do you cringe at your first couple episodes? Or are you okay with them? I mean, I, I cringe. I'm, I, I critique myself. Um, yeah. I, st- I still do. Right. When, yeah. Look, when it's live, here's the thing you want to, uh, the downside to live is that once you say it, it's there and it's not, yes. all right, let me stop here and, and, and do, we'll cut that in, in, in post-production. Um, and so um, it's, it's made us get really, really mindful of what we were, what we're going to say. Um, and by the way, our show is raw. Like if you go listen to it, we curse, we curse like sailors. We're not, we're, and we're not apologetic. We had a lady who kind of left a review on that. Like, look, we're, you're not the right, you're not the yeah. right person we're, we're trying to reach to. So we curse all the time on that show. That's us. That's how we talk in general. Um, exactly. so if, if we were sitting at a restaurant table, that's the same conversation we're having there is that we're having on the show and on air. Um, and, and yeah, I go back and look at some of the things and say, I was too long winded. Right. Yeah. There's times when I'm asking questions or or I said um too much or when the guest was speaking, um, you know, we we have a feel we have a internally we want to say we want to acknowledge it by saying, yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But that actually interrupts the pattern of maybe your listener listening to your guest. And so there's some there's some things that you need to learn to overcome. Um but once you get that, it's easy. The formula, by the way, we've not taken any training on this. This is just learn as you go. Um, we put it out there. We have some, some, you know, I was about to say, I don't know if I can curse on your show, but go we had it. some bad, you know, some shit shows, right? There's, yeah. we, we've left some up that are just God awful. And you go back and look at that and you're like, what were we thinking? Yeah. Yeah. You know, going back though to the, the swearing part. And like you said, this is what, if we were sitting around a table, I think that authenticity piece is really important. And I think the great podcasts are where you feel like you're a fly on the wall in a conversation and you're part of it, right? Like you're sitting there and you get to listen and you just get to hear these guys chatting. And if that's what you all say and do, and that's your real selves, if that's where you, that that's what you would be sitting in that situation. I think it's really important to align with that. And like you said to that lady, okay, that's okay. You're just not our ideal audience and, and that's okay. But that authenticity piece is just so important to understand for a great podcast in my eyes. I think that's Absolutely. what makes the good ones great. And then listen to the reviews. Like, look, I pulled this one up just for, for, for context. 
So this person left on, in our group yesterday, and this was yesterday, by the way. This I don't know if you when when you release these, but this is May twenty eighth of, of that we're recording this. So he said yesterday that podcast yesterday with Carrie was pure fire. In fact, it's the only episode I've ever gone back and listened to a second time uh, this morning because there were so many nuggets. Wow. Uh, it was so real, raw, and vulnerable. It was damn near like a therapy session, but I felt like, and, but I felt like we need a four week intervention of that stuff. Absolutely fire, a punch to the gut, kick to the stones. It's a much watch listen, and I can't wait for the next time she's on. And so those getting that type of, of response back, mm-hmm. when when we looked at that guest, you would have never guessed that she would have that type of effect on our listeners um, and, and, and viewers, right? Tark was amazing, but we didn't get the response on Tark that we did with, with Carrie. And so I think we all want to strive and we all get jealous when we're looking at other shows. Like how did that person get that guest on? Who cares? Right. Don't judge it on that. That doesn't mean, that doesn't mean shit. All you need to look at is, is how the quality of the guest comes off. And, and if they're actually real and, and they're authentic in, in the industry that they're in, it will be absolutely amazing. And it will be valuable to your listeners. Yeah, that's some great advice. Well, I think that's a great place to close it on. Nick, thank you so much. I'm so happy we got to connect. And thank you so much for taking this time with me today. If someone was interested in the only real estate podcast worth listening to, where would be the best place for them to go to find that? So if you want to watch the live version, you can go to uh, you can go on uh, YouTube Find us, mm-hmm. just type in the only real estate podcast worth listening to on YouTube or go to Facebook, like our Facebook page, the only real estate podcast worth listening to there. Um, and if you're not a live listener watcher and you don't really like YouTube or Facebook, you know, there are some people out there like that. And you yeah. just like iTunes or Spotify, go find us on iTunes, Spotify. And if you do listen, go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Cause I will say the hardest thing that I've found in this is getting the reviews. Yes. Well, yeah, everybody, unfortunately, we're in a time where it's, it's a, it is a bit more saturated and you really do have to work a little bit harder for all those things, uh, unfortunately, but I guess that's good. Cause then the strong do survive. So, uh, and of course, all of that will be on our notes page over at AaronGregor.com for this episode. Nick, thank you so much again. I very much appreciate your time and, uh, I hope you have an awesome afternoon and we're, we're closing this out on Memorial day weekend. Absolutely. So. <laughs> well, thank you so much for having me on. Um, by the way, you didn't call me out for missing the first time. So I appreciate it. I'm going to call myself out for missing the first recording. Um, so, so hopefully this was valuable to your, to your listeners and viewers and, and let's actually meet up in person. Cause we're not too far away from each other. No, I think we're like 10 miles away or something like that. Yeah, so I would absolutely like less than that. Yeah. Less than <laughs> that. It was like to. five minutes driving. All right. For sure. For sure, Nick. Thanks so much again. Thank you.